When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And now, your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddy, Jeff Dye, and Freddy Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Freddy, now known as Wrestling with Friends, and this is the news of the week. The 24-7 championship is no more. Thank you, Jesus. Nikki Cross may have missed the trash can, but she didn't miss when she got rid of that rancid title. Also, Full Gear, AEW's Full Gear, that is, is this Saturday. And hopefully we will see a new world champion, MJF, as he takes on John, the werewolf Moxley. Also on AEW, Saraya announced that she is 100% fully cleared to wrestle and will make her in-ring debut against Britt Baker, also at AEW Full Gear. And finally, Bray Wyatt finds what looks like his first opponent as he sets up his feud against LA Knight. This is Wrestling With Friends. Yes. Mr. Jeff Dye. What up, buddy? How are you, sir? Feeling good, man. Thank you, as always, to our news reporter. That wasn't me. That was our news reporter, Walter Winchell. Yeah, he keeps forgetting his. He's forget, he keeps forgetting his send off. You know, his sign off, his signature oh, yeah, sign off. Uh, Walter, ah, uh, apologies. Good evening and good night. 
Monday Night Raw. Um, I feel like we cursed the young man, Mustafa Ali. We spoke kindly about him once, and ever since, they have utterly humiliated this poor man. So someone at WWE hates this show, and anyone that we celebrate is dead. (laughs) Bob, he was going to wrestle Seth Rollins in the Open Challenge United States Championship match, because Rollins is awesome and probably the best thing on Raw right now. And Bobby Lashley came in and completely humiliated this poor young man, beat his ass, and then when he got up, Bobby picked him up and threw him over a dumpster never to be seen again for the remainder of the segment. It was, I don't know why they're doing this to this poor guy. I don't know who he's pissed off. I got, I hope it's not because we said nice things. I wasn't even that nice. I was like, I didn't know he was good on the mic, but he was pretty good. But he's pissed someone off there to the point where he said like, yo, let me go. I hate it here. And they're like, yeah, all right, we'll let you go but we're going to make sure your name is worthless by the time you hit the streets. Because all they do is have him staring at other men's nuts, talking about other men's nuts, and getting the holy shit kicked out of him. Um, Jeff, I even laughed at this. And not because I enjoyed it, because I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe they're just burying this poor bastard. This is terrible. What did you think about this when you saw it? I, I'm, I'm upset, because like you said, like um, I think, I don't know if we were recording yet when you said it, but like it's like WWE has like a gift for just getting rid of, like someone's going to get a big break, it seems, or they're getting a big push, and then they just it just stops. Braun Strowman just got back to WWE and it already seems like they're like, we got to get rid of this guy. Like, like just one bad tweet or one something <laughs> happens. Uh, Mustafa Ali was just getting his push after sitting around waiting his turn for a decade. And now, now it looks like he's gotten obliterated and murdered. Um, there was another example of something that, oh, uh, LA Knight. <laughs> like, he's just now getting his push. It's over, dude. It's over. So I don't know what's going on. Now they're just on. feeding him to Bray Wyatt. It makes no he sense. He gets headbutted. Uh, this is on Friday Night SmackDown. Gets up and goes, where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> it's insane. I was um, just sitting there like, yo, what the hell? They're, we were saying off air, they're better at killing pushes than they are at creating them. It's That's what it feels like. really confusing. Um, I was ticked off about it because I like I, I like Mustafa Ali too. You could mid-card Ali for the rest of his career and and have some legit stuff. It, he looked like he could really hold his own on the mic. He was doing a solid job against Seth Rollins. But yeah, RIP to Mustafa Ali, man. Like, I hardly knew you, brother. (laughs) I don't don't know how they can pick up the pieces on that one. That was pretty much letting everybody know that uh, he can't hang and he's not meant to be there. And I guess it's the job express. So that's, you know, unfortunately, that's the business. I don't think it happens like that in Hollywood, but in the wrestling business, at least at WWE, if you want out of your contract, they make you as worthless as possible when your contract is over so that you cannot make money anywhere else. And that kind of, that sucks pretty bad. Yeah, they were like, well, Bobby Lashley's got to eat. Get out there. Crush that boy. Like, that's literally, it was it was embarrassing. Bobby Lashley is not hungry. Bobby Lashley is full. Like, he's good, <laughs> man. He doesn't have to end careers to be over true. and to have people dig him. Like, Everyone I know loves Bobby. Like, he doesn't have to. He lost to Brock, and he still won. Yeah. He's all good. Just put him back with MVP. Let that group get back together. Because they had a cool group, man. Him, Shelton, and and Cedric, with with MVP being the main vocal, uh, the main voice for their group. I don't know why you have to destroy someone 
just to give someone a segment. And they've done it two weeks in a row. So they're getting even better at it because practice makes perfect. Speaking of ending things for people, Seth Rollins did get his open challenge. It was against Bobby Lashley. They had a killer match. And at the end of it, Austin Theory came out to cash in his money in the bank, not against the Universal Champion, which is the only reason anyone would ever compete for the Money in the Bank briefcase, but to cash in on the U.S. title, which is far less believable of a story. However, one could argue if you're trying to make the U.S. title mean something, maybe that's why you do it, although that's not a storyline I would buy in any way, shape, or form. I'm just trying to see maybe another side of it. The more likely is he was Vince's guy, Austin Theory. People did not like how quickly he was getting pushed. And this is the end of the Austin Theory push. And I'm sure they'll say, well, we're going to build him up slowly and things like that. Unfortunately, in the wrestling business, once you kind of dead somebody, wrestling fans forget about mm-hmm. him real quick and they don't believe in them again. Austin came in, Seth Rollins is beat down, and Austin is for sure going to win. And Seth Rollins wasn't having any of it, man. Um, there was a little help from Bobby Lashley which protected Austin a little bit, but Seth kicked out of everything, fought like a baby face from underneath, even though he's a heel, although there are no faces or heels anymore. We talked about that last week. When you're that good, you can kind of float in between. And um, he ruined the cash-in, and Austin Theory is now the youngest Money in the Bank winner to ever lose the money, yeah. <laughs> their Money in the Bank match. Um, so I don't know where he goes from here, man. You could see he was getting a little better on the mic when Vince was there every week, you know, the more, the more time they, they gave him, he was, he was failing in front of a live audience, but he was learning from those failures and getting a little better. And then once Vince was gone, you really saw, you saw his confidence fade. Mm -hmm. Roman buried him in a promo saying, you know, Vince, your daddy's not here anymore. And it was kind of all downhill from there. So I was, I personally was waiting for this. But were you surprised to see him come out? Were you surprised to see him lose? I have said that I'm not too crazy about Austin Theory, just in general, on this podcast before. I was wondering when Logan Paul did his, like, selfie frog splash, and Logan Paul keeps taking the selfies, and when he comes out and does his thing, I remember thinking, like, hmm, I wonder if that is annoying Austin Theory. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of, like, his thing, and now Logan's oh, here, he's doing it. I didn't it. even think about that. And then also, I th- uh, Austin did a... Austin Theory did a pedigree during the match. Has he done that before? Is that like a like one of his finishing things? He was trying to insult Seth Rollins by getting Seth with one of Seth's finishers, which Hunter sort of gave oh, to Seth okay. when Seth defeated defeated him and was kind of became the one. So that's in in Rollins' uh, sort of arsenal of weapons now. And so he was trying to humiliate him with his own move. Okay. Because I and I, my memory serves me right. I watched a lot of wrestling post Monday Night Raw because it's the first thing we watch. I think Seth tried to get him with his A Town Down. Okay. Uh, previously to that, or one of or one of Austin's other moves that's in his arsenal, and Austin was like, "Oh, well, you're going to insult me? I'll insult you!" Ha ha. Yeah. Um, that but makes it sense. didn't work. It failed, sir. Well, I'm uh, over Austin Theory, and I hope everyone else is. I got nothing against him personal, but I just I don't. I'm not. I don't really care. I think it's. It seems like it's happening. It seems like it's unraveling. I mean, for him to lose the, or for him to cash in, and then it just becomes like an obliteration. Like Bobby Lashley just kept throwing him through that post over and over. I mean, like, it's, (laughs) it was weird. (laughs) Bobby apparently really had to eat that night. Apparently Bobby's not over. Real hungry. They need to just (laughs) remind everyone how tough he is. 
When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antinomocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. 
Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And with that, let's move on to AEW. A generational talent. He's got to be the best, right? Like, nobody out there thinks someone's better than, than, than MJF, right? No one thinks that. He didn't even have to wrestle this week. They just aired an interview that he did on another television show. He's on an interview for Barstool Sports. They literally didn't even spend money or time filming him. They just took footage from another show and put it on their show. And it was probably the highest rated segment of the night. I didn't even know it was a Barstool Sports interview because they don't even air any of the questions that the guys were asking. They just aired this like three and a half, four minute promo that he cuts in Mike looking into a camera. And like you said, he didn't talk about it like a match. He talked about it as history. And he's going to be the face of not just AEW, but the face of professional wrestling. And I'll be damned if I didn't believe every single word this dude oh, for said. Sure. I know I'm like the king of blowing smoke up, up Max's ass because I love the guy. No, you like him because he's the best. I love that he hits him. He's doing all this eloquent history. And then he goes, and also, John, you're a low-life scumbag piece of shit. All right? You're from Cincinnati. I mean, like, just to throw that in is so funny to me to just then also call a guy a low-life scumbag piece of shit. It was so, so good and so fun. He's such an asshole. And <laughs> so I love good, it. dude. We're not supposed to love bad guys, but I don't care, man. This is the modern era where, like you yeah. said, Hollywood bad guys have backstories that make us feel sorry for them now. He's so good on the mic that it makes it tough to watch other wrestlers on the mic. That, that's how good he is. I watched yeah. Gunther like come out and do his like little thing, and I go, oh, gosh, that was that's embarrassing. Tough. They should that's shoot tough. that 100 times until it's better. And MGF is just, he's that good. He makes everything else look tough to, tough to watch. It's tough for guys to hang with him on the mic. It's, it, although sometimes he makes people better. Like he made Wheeler Yuta look good. Shout out to Jay Lethal for looking great again. God damn, that finisher's so pretty. Um, still don't know why he has people talking for him. Still don't know why Jeff Jarrett's speaking for him and that other guy's speaking for him because Jay Lethal's money on the microphone. But uh, for some reason, Tony doesn't want to hear his voice. I don't know why, man. But uh, but he looked good as well. As far as promos go, though, and this was the main one that I wanted to talk about, Soraya and Britt Baker got in the ring. Soraya, or Paige as everyone knew her at WWE, has had some good moments and some rough moments as far as promos go. And this week, she surpassed her best moments. You saw real emotion. You saw real happiness. You saw a lot of pain, and she shared a lot of personal public stuff that she's gone through as far as being humiliated on the internet, drug addiction, injuries. She said, I've given my neck for this business, and she meant that literally and figuratively. And she even had to pause a little bit, not for audience reaction, just to kind of like compose herself again. And Britt Baker wasn't having any of it. She just sat there like, bitch. I don't care what you've sacrificed. I don't care that I've only been here for three years. I'm already better than you. And Britt has been the one holding the division together before Tony Storm got there. It was because Thunder Rosa just didn't have it on the mic. I know she's battling an injury and I want my Latinas to get over, dude, but I don't think it's going to happen for Thunder. So she's been the one holding this together and to finally have someone else that can match her on the mic and in the ring. And she announced that they are going to wrestle at the pay-per-view this weekend on Saturday. 
I was so excited. Tony Storm got there. Just Britt Baker. Yeah, Britt Baker <laughs> and Tony Storm, who's who's been allowed to shine there. But Tony Storm wasn't there the first three years. She just got there. And it's been only Britt Baker, which is why she was the champ. And it was why Paige or Soraya was saying like, yo, you were handed this. He had to hand this to you. I'm excited to see a women's match in AEW for the first time. Although I am hyped to see Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter as well. I just hope Jamie wins. I don't think she's gonna because she's still young, but I would love to see a heel champ. What did you think about this promo? Uh, I loved it. I, I, I agree with you, but it, it's also kind of confusing to me that, that more female wrestlers haven't left WWE to go over to AEW. They must be witnessing that and seeing that, like, uh, you know, that Britt Baker and Tony Storm are the only ones that are basically ever getting anything over there when it comes to female wrestling. Um, it just seems strange to me, but. I love the Soraya's there. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm still not used to that name, Soraya. Very weird for me to call her that. Um, but I think I think it's going to be good, and I'm also excited. Well, we've known her as Paige for so long. All I know her as. Um, but I think that it's also exciting that it'll be, we don't have to wait long to see these two fight. I get to watch it this this Saturday, so I'm excited about that. I was pumped. I, the whole thing went over well for me. And Britt Baker, respect on the Shawn Michaels jacket. I loved it. Yo, I love everything about Britt Baker. I totally love her. I, I love her. And not in like, not in a weird, creepy way. Like, I love her the way I love L.A. Knight. And I wanted to marry L.A. Knight last week. I told you that. <laughs> and on the other end of the women's division there, I'm very excited to see this stupid, ridiculous storyline between Nyla Rose and Jade Cargill finally get squashed and put to bed. You tell me in what world of combat sports would one fighter be able to steal the title of another one and not have to give it back? This is the most ridiculous storyline. This is how this storyline should have gone. On week one, Nyla Rose steals the title. At the end of that show, Jade Cargill goes to her boss, Tony Khan, backstage and goes, hey, get me my title back. That bitch stole it. And then Tony goes, yeah, if you don't want to get fired, give me the title back. And then Nyla Rose goes, yeah, I don't want to get fired here. And that's the end of that story. And I would only have to endure it for one friggin' week. Instead, it has been week after week after week of nonsense where she's stealing her pretend car, her belt, trying to steal like all this. And it's so goofy and so corny. And it's nothing against Nyla and it's nothing against Jade. This story sucks. The person that came up with this story, this is not a good idea. It has been unbearable to watch. I hated every single moment of it. And I really hope that this is the end of it and she can move on to someone else because I don't want to see these two wrestle at all. And again, it has nothing to do with either one of them. It solely has to do with the story sucks. Yeah, who wrote this story? Vince McMahon? For real, that's what it feels like. <laughs> Vince, Mc Vince McMahon wrote... Uh, the other day I had my car stolen and it was the worst feeling in the world. We should have someone steal her car and like steal her belt. When he would get a hair up his ass, Jeff, it was impossible to talk him out of the idea. And, and it happened so many times in the short period of time that I worked there where, I mean, I would even talk to him after the production meeting when everyone left and be like, Vince, we can't do this. Like, this is not. It's not going to play. And he'd just laugh at me, dude. He'd just laugh right at my face and be like, ah, I can do whatever I want. God damn it. And I'm just like, yo, oh my like gosh. you have to at least tell talent that you're gimmicking the chair so that when he sits in it, it's going to break. And this was a, a, a rib that he just pulled on live TV on Big Show where the chair Big Show was going to sit him when he was going to read a Santa Claus story because that's good TV. 
was going to break when he sat in it. And I was just like, oh, Jesus. He's like, and you better not friggin' tell him. And I was like, like what, what am I going to do here, man? Like every creative bone in my body hates this. Every ounce of morality I have hates this. Like, but that's my boss. Like, what am I going to do? I told Big Show. And Big Show didn't care. He was like, I'll play it <laughs> off, don't worry. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18, my first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So let's move on to something that we both love, Friday Night SmackDown. It might be the best SmackDown you've seen in a long time. Yeah, in a very long time. And I'll be damned, like, the first match was is my best of the week. Best of the week! It was the New Day versus the unified, undisputed tag team champions, the Uso brothers from the bloodline. And there was more at stake than just the titles because the New Day, who built themselves up from nothing, when they created this group, they were booed. And that whole clap, 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 that New Day rocks. It started New Day sucks. The, the fans hated them. And they became the longest reigning tag team champions ever at a 431-day reign, title reign. The Usos, since forming the bloodline and coming together with Roman, were on the verge of beating that. And they cut a promo last week that really made me want to watch this match, where they were talking about like, yeah, you were, you were great, but we're better. You don't have the pressure we have, this and that. And then Xavier basically breaks down what I just said, like, Yo, we built this from nothing. Like you had your second generation, third generation. You had your dads and your grandfathers to get you in this business, to get you the opportunities you have. We had to do everything ourselves. It was a back and forth. I knew this match was going to be great. Jeff, they went for 24 minutes, two commercial breaks, and told four or five different stories within this match. It was back and forth. It... I, I, I loved, I was so emotionally, inve- I'm 46 years old and I was emotionally invested in a pretend fight on television. It was like watching Jackie Chan at the end of the movie <laughs> when he fights the guy that's been beating his ass the whole time. And everybody loves Jackie Chan because he's so vulnerable and sweet. He's like Bambi at the, when his, when his, when his mom gets killed with those eyes and looking up at everybody because Jackie's so little and you're like, oh, it's Jackie. He's so sweet. And then he just gets beat down for 90 minutes. And then in the final 11, he finally kicks some ass and you're emotionally invested. And that's how I felt this whole fight, man. They had great false finishes. They showed both sides started showing frustration when the moves that they were sure were going to be the finish weren't the finish. Then they all just said, Screw it, let's just fight. And they set a fist fight in the middle of the ring. This was top shelf wrestling for me. I loved all 24 minutes and it's my best of the week. And it better not be your worst of the week, Jeff, for the podcast is over right now. You're going to be disappointed because I, I'm just kidding. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> There's no way that could be the worst of the week. It was awesome. Um, did you know that the Usos were going to win? No, Woods wouldn't tell me. I, I was texting with him. Um, after they did the promo the week before, I was like, man, you guys really got me hyped. And he texted me back, we're going to try to paint a masterpiece. And that's all he wrote me. Well, they, they did. It was very, very good. Bro, instinctually, I figured the Usos would win because they're what's hot right now. And New right. Day is kind of taking a step back so that other tag teams can have opportunities. 
But I figured the Usos would win. They deserve to win with the work yeah. that they've been putting up. Just Jay, on Jay's back alone, like the the storyline that he's had with kind of going against Roman from time to time, hating Sami Zayn, just that alone, they deserve to win and they deserve to break the record, which they now will. I've been saying this. I've been saying this for a few few years now. We need a new new day. We need them to stop with the comedy act, in my opinion, and and because they're, they're they're such a good stable. Those three dudes, like they're such a good stable. We yeah. love them. We've learned to love them. But they're kind of a comedy act. It's with the popsicles and the bootios and the trumpet and the, the, the. I remember one WrestleMania they had them host it. They were like hosting wrestling. They weren't even wrestling. It's like I want to watch these dudes win. When they can't work for whatever reason, maybe one of them's hurt or maybe uh, they need to get, they've been over for so long, they need to give other teams an opportunity. But they also know that Woods is one of the best talkers they have and one of the best entertainers they have. So I think they try to find other spots for them. And that's why they do a lot of that kind of stuff. LA Knight was in a backstage segment. Yeah. And they'd been giving him this, this what I weird. thought was a, a really great push, man. And I thought they were going to start pushing him towards someone that he could beat and then he would be maybe in the IC picture or a U.S. title picture, or he can't because he's not on Raw, but the IC picture or at least, you know, to the mid cards. And instead, Bray Wyatt came out, who I tried to tell y'all wasn't a heel. I tried to tell y'all that you guys, are people were complaining, how's he going to get heat? I said, why would you want a baby face to get heat? He's, he's not a heel, period. Like, the crowd loves him. We miss you, Bray. I missed you too. Like, that's not what a heel says. Everybody was like, no, 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 no. Well, look here. He went after a heel and had a very strange interaction with him about what are you willing to do? What are you willing to sacrifice? And L.A. Knight's response was beautiful. He's like, you can take those puppets and shove them wherever you feel pleasure. I don't judge. And then he got <laughs> headbutted in the side of his face, went down on the ground. Bray Wyatt casually walked off. And then they had him jump up like Daffy Duck when his bill's sideways from the duck season, wabbit season gimmick with Elmer Fudd and was like, yo, where, where did he go? Where did he go? And they just made my guy look like total shit, which again leads me to believe that it's not a conspiracy, that it's real, that every time we start to like somebody, someone at WWE goes, nah, screw that guy. He's dead. And he is. <laughs> I don't know why they did that to LA Knight. He looks great. His shit talk is great. His in-ring work was great, and then he just gets clowned by someone who didn't need that moment to be over with the crowd because he's already over with the freaking crowd. How'd you feel about my man, L.A. Knight, though? I like L.A. Knight, so we agree on that. It sucked, right? They shouldn't do my man I like, like him. that. I think he's great. I just, don't, I just don't know why they're doing that. So let's close the show. Everybody knows the Roman Reigns came out and cut a promo and, and blah, blah, blah. And they're getting ready for war games. But that segment wasn't anything exciting. So I'd love to close it with the full gear card, the AEW pay-per-view. And we'll go through the matches. And you tell me which matches you're hyped for and which ones that you're like, eh. And I'll do the same. Are you ready? I'm ready. For the AEW World Championship, the only championship that truly matters at AEW, We've got John Moxley versus MJF. We love this guy, and we like John Moxley as well. So you're hyped for this, right? Very, very, very hyped, and I'm hoping that MJF wins. I think MJF has to win. I think Moxley's vacation, this was in the like wrestling news, 
got put on hold when all the CM Punk crap happened and they put the belt on who they felt was the best guy to lose it to, to Max. And it was right when he was going to have his vacation and he canceled it. So I'm pretty sure now he's going to receive his vacation. He's going to get his vacation. And him and Renee, who I love doing the interviews back there, she will not be there for, for a couple weeks while they go someplace warm and tropical, I'm sure. Because I think they live in Ohio and it is definitely not warm and tropical. The AEW Interim Women's World Championship. First of all, this should not be an interim championship. It should be for the actual world title because Thunder Rosa has been out forever. So they should just make it the title. And when Thunder comes back, she can get a shot at it at what she will call her title because she never lost it. And it's going to be Tony Storm versus my new favorite from England, Jamie Hayter. I love this chick. I really hope she wins because she's getting pretty damn good on the mic. I think she would be a great young women's champion. I love heel champions more than babyface champions. What say you, sir? Not, uh, I don't care at all about this match, if I'm honest. Oh. I'm not that hyped. Don't care. I love Tony Storm. I like Jimmy Hater a little bit. Uh, don't, you know, she's whatever. I'm, I think that I was be more excited about this match if we didn't know that Soraya and uh, Soraya is going to be fighting with Britt Baker. I would have cared more, but now I don't really care about this match. That's yeah, that's the big that's the big women's match. I give you that. I give you that. Stole their heat. Stole all oh. their heat. All right. Next up is the AEW World Tag Team Championship, the acclaimed, who I've really grown to like a lot, man. I didn't know anything about them, and every week I like them more and more. Versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. What say you, Mr. Die? Keith Lee, I'm very excited for this. You have put me over on Swerve. You have convinced me. Like you, you've you've been gushing about him. So I've watched a lot more of him, like on YouTube and stuff. And he's he's awesome. I think the acclaimed are going to win, and I think this is going to be the breakup between Keith Lee and Swerve. And I think it's going to lead to a Swerve versus Keith Lee uh, rivalry. They've had some tension in the past. They had Rick Ross on the show. A couple weeks ago, when Keith was like, yo, man, you didn't return my text. And, and Rick Ross was like, hey, we're keeping it positive. We're keeping <laughs> everything positive. It wasn't the best promo, but he did his thing. But I think this is the end. Next up is the Ring of Honor World Championship. Chris Jericho, the champion, the Ocho, versus Claudio Castagnoli, versus Brian Danielson, versus Sammy Guevara. Um... This is a crazy match. I'm not going to say I'm too hyped about it because there's four dudes fighting for one title. I'd rather just see one-on-ones. I like what uh, Jericho's been doing, challenging former Ring of Honor champions. I still think Claudio should be the champ, but I will say this. The storyline they put behind this makes it work because Jericho's gotten me hip to a lot of guys that I didn't even know were Ring of Honor champions, guys whose names I'd never heard before, and he's given all of them an opportunity, and I think it's been pretty cool. But Chris Jericho has to retain. My prediction is total retention. Is that, is that the right word? Or <laughs> total retention. Water? I don't know. It's going to be total championship retention by Chris Jericho. <laughs> what say you, sir? I, I say uh, that Chris Jericho is definitely going to keep the title, but I want Claudio to win the title. I want him. To, I'm, I'm What I want and what I think are going to happen are two different things, but I'll be very happy if Claudio yeah. wins. Next, uh, the TBS championship. There it is. Jade Cargill, who we love, versus Nyla Rose. I have no desire to watch this match. I may just cook some food and focus <laughs> on not burning things while this is on and just wait for them to say, and still 
undefeated, still champion Jade Cargill. And then I never have to hear this storyline again. And please come up with a good story for this woman. She's special. She's learning every week. Please, just one good story for God's sakes. What say you, sir? Yeah, I could care less about this match also. The son of Luke Perry, may he rest in peace, Jungle Boy. And he's going against his former tag team partner, Luchasaurus. And I was never really into either one of these guys much. Um, outside of the the opening music, the oh, 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 like that part was always fun. But once Christian Cage got involved, and 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 Christian's always been great on the mic, always been great on the mic, and he's been dealing with an injury, which has really allowed him to be the voice for this story. He's actually made it where I'm like, yo, I'm gonna check this out. And Luchasaurus, who I didn't think I would be into. I'm starting to like, too. He's like a gigantic luchador. So Luchasaurus. He's like the Godzilla of luchadors. And Jungle Boy's mad small, bro. He's he's shorter than his daddy was, but he jumps around and flies, so Braun Strowman doesn't respect him. You know that. I'm going to watch this match, and I'm curious to see who's going to win because physically there's no way that, that Jungle Boy can hang with this guy. The guy's humongous and just a beast. They were forever together. I like anything a steel cage match, as you know. It's a, I love a gimmick. Uh, I didn't know that these two were going to be fighting each other, so that's cool. And the steel cage matches. I'm gonna I'm gonna be all in on that. That's good. I'm excited. All right. Well, let's move on to a match that we're both excited for: Soraya, formerly known as Paige, versus Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. That's right. She's an actual dentist and professional wrestler, and I think that's so freaking awesome. And I love that her mandible claw is her submission where she's just grabbing your teeth and pulling them out, basically. I think it's genius. I'm really excited for this match, the return of Paige. People have been waiting for this for a long, long time. And I honestly think that Soraya is going to win the match. Although if Britt does win, you might be able to get two out of this. I don't think you can get three. But I think you could get two. That said, my prediction is the artist formerly known as Paige in a victory. One, two, three, clean victory, middle of the ring, boom. I think Soraya uh, wins. I think that that, and then that'll be like a little chase. Like I said, like I think you'll we'll get two out of this for sure. Um, Or that's what I'm hoping. I I also I like this feud. I think we maybe could go a long, 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 long time with it. So. Um, it'd be cool if Soraya comes in this quick and already wins the belt. Uh, uh, I'm, they're probably gonna do some goofy shit where like it, was, it won't be like a clean win or whatever. But uh, but I'm very very excited for it. That's that's what gonna be the match I'm most excited for if you don't count MGF. All right, the final match: Darby Allen and Sting versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. This is weird for me. The whole match is weird. I don't. I personally don't feel Jeff Jarrett was a necessary addition to the story. I don't understand why they will not put a microphone in front of Jay Lethal. Something has to be going on in order for him to be silent and only wrestle for this long. And they're letting people who are inferior on the mic speak for him. It would be like having a manager that can't talk, talk for a wrestler who's money on the mic. Like I just, I do not get it. I'm not a big fan of, I don't, I'm trying to think if I like any of the managers in AEW. I don't think I do, but I'm not a big fan of managers in general, unless you're just awful on the mic. Christian Cage is kind of a manager right now. So I'll give him, I'll give him that because he's money on the mic, but he's a wrestler at heart. That said, I don't have any interest in this match. I don't, I don't think it's necessary. It should just be Darby and Jay. 
I don't know why you have to bring Sting and Jeff in it outside of the nostalgia thing. But Jeff Jarrett, just to me, he's he's always been pretty good on the mic. And when he was in WWE, they kind of clowned on him. So it was hard to give him the same kind of respect as he had in TNA. As far as his knowledge of the business and his ability to promote and which he's going to be helping them a lot with, with house shows. I think they're going to start doing house shows, AEW house shows, which would be cool. I think in that format, he's going to kill it and he could teach a lot. But I don't like seeing old guys wrestle because it's not them at their best anymore, man. I don't I don't want to see like it's like when Joe Namath went to the Rams or when Michael Jordan <laughs> was with the Wizards. It just you know what I mean? Like it's those no, it's worse than that. It's worse. Than, it'd be like watching Michael Jordan play now. Like, like, <laughs> well, you're Rick, right, though. You're that, right. That Ric Flair match, the last match that he did in Nashville, that was the same weekend as SummerSlam. It it was yeah, humiliating. I, I, I got invited. I didn't go. Seth so Green embarrassing. Went. Our buddy Seth so went. embarrassing. Um, so, yeah, I don't care about this match. I haven't cared about anything Jeff Jarrett's done since 2001. Like, I've been waiting for him to get a WWE Hasbro. Uh, that's about it. That's all I really care about. You know, like, he's he's cool, but he's. Do you remember back in the day when he was figure fouring everybody, like men yeah. and women and like reporters <laughs> yeah. and everybody, like just for no reason? It's just, just a guitar shot, figure four, guitar shot, figure four. Oh, you're interviewing me? You're just a nice lady from Entertainment Weekly? Chair <laughs> shot, figure yeah, four. Yeah. <laughs> he was a nuisance. I, I liked I liked him, you know, like in the Attitude Era and stuff like that, but I'm not, uh, I'm not. I'm not talking to anyone or texting any of my buddies like we got to watch the Jeff Jarrett Sting match, um, which is kind yeah. of where the Darby Allen's been thrown in this nostalgia thing, which I mean, like I was last week, I was saying it's very cool, but also like him and Jay have already made some magic together. I just feel like you could give them a cool stipulation. Maybe you take the steel cage away from Jungle Boy and Lucha and you give it to them and just, you know, just to put a tweak on their story. I felt like it could have been solos. I don't like that they uh they threw the legends in there, but it is it is what it is, man. That said, tell the people where you're going to be this weekend, Mister Die. This Wednesday, I'll be in San Diego, um, performing at Red's Comedy Club, and then on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I go to Rochester, New York. Um, come see me there from from the whale's vagina all the way to New York. Yeah, dude, I gotta gotta spread out the Jeff Die. You know what I'm saying? People wanna people wanna see it. If you're in San Diego, give us a listen. Then go to the club, have some laughs. Mr. Jeff Dye, thank you as always. Thank you, buddy. This has been Wrestling with Freddie. Peace. Follow us on Instagram, Wrestling with Freddie. Twitter is WWFreddiePod. Follow us on all the socials so you can submit your questions for the Federation. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. 
vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Premier 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.